News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. New report published today by the National Women's Council is highlighting the urgent need for reforms across the justice systems for survivors reporting domestic or sexual violence. And Orla O'Connor, director of the National Women's Council, joins us now. Um, Orla, what are the issues that you're seeing women facing who are victims of domestic abuse or sexual violence? Good morning, Kira. I mean, what this report is, it comes from looking at the victim's journey, victims of domestic and sexual violence, and looking at their journey through our criminal justice system and our, and our civil courts as well. And what was highlighted in that is that right now, there are victims who are in three processes all at the same time. They could be in the criminal justice process in terms of, you know, a serious assault se- or, or mm-hmm. uh, sexual violence. They could be in the civil courts in terms of barring and safety orders. And they could also be going through public childcare processes in terms of, for example, access. And what the research has really found is that that is extremely traumatizing and re-victimizing because ultimately our, pros- our legal processes work in isolation. So they work in isolation, but the victim at the same time can be in the three. Okay. And so, so they're continuously having to repeat and relive the experience. And also what the research has shown is that you have children who are being interviewed over and over again in terms of the different processes. And that's also really damaging. Okay. So, so what we're highlighting in this, and it is a very, you know, it is a particular area. But what we do know is that as more women come and report, and which is what's happening at the moment, and that's a positive thing, this is happening. This is an experience for much more people now than it was before. Okay. So, and because the information doesn't flow, then it's up to the victim to make sure, for example, if they're in a civil court, they, they've got to say, well, look, this is what's happening over on the other side. Okay, so there, ter- there, there's, there's no the conversation, side. because that does seem extraordinary. Absolutely. I think people will be surprised to hear that, that you could be taking, uh, or, or the DPP could be taking a, a criminal proceeding against somebody for something like sexual violence. The, the alleged victim would have to go to a separate court themselves and apply for things like protection orders and those types of things, that that wouldn't happen automatically. Is, is that what you're saying? Absolutely. That's it, exactly. And they're faced with the, well, you know, if they're waiting trial, the alleged perpetrator, they're faced in another room with that person who can sometimes in the family court be representing themselves, okay. which is extremely traumatising. So I think one of the things in terms of the recommendations, this clearly shows that we still need a far better understanding of the impact of domestic and sexual violence amongst our and, amongst and I suppose guards, the concern is yeah that the system wouldn't be adding to the trauma. What, what reforms are yes. you specifically calling for? So. I mean, there are very specific things in this report in terms of what are the support, the supports that are needed both in and out of the court processes for the victim. It's also about that issue of communication so that we've got to take the burden away from the victim or the survivor in terms of the, the whether it's the guards, whether it's TUSLA, whether it's the DPP, that communication has to flow between the two. And also it's very clear from this and from the experiences of the survivors that have as part of the interview process, processes for the research has shown that there needs to be far greater training. We still have a huge way to go in terms of that understanding of impact. And the other issue that's highlighted as well is the delays, because the delays for, you know, you can be two years waiting for a trial in the central criminal court, and then you've got all of this going on in the the civil courts. And in some cases, and we've seen that from the experience of victims, things can be adjourned waiting an outcome of a criminal trial. So that's extremely traumatising, not know what situation you're in, what's the situation
situation for your children. Okay, and I have no doubt this is true. Just with regard to, to traumatising and re-traumatising victims in the court, it, it, it's quite timely and has come up in the UK a lot of late where rape victims have been asked to call um, transgender women who, who are biologically male and are the perpetrators of sexual violence against them to call them she and her and a woman in court and they have said that is very traumatising as well. Where does the Women Council stand on that, Orla? I think what we're what and what this report is about is about how you we've got to look at this from a victim's perspective. Um, and so so it has to come from there in terms of what supports the victim the most in our okay. in our court setting. So, so if the victim says I that they don't want well, well, it's it's quite it's quite topical to be honest. But but if 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 a victim says that they don't want to refer to somebody by by, by different pronouns, this is somebody who has assaulted them and is being maybe convicted of rape against them. Would you support the, the victim in that? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, w- I would, uh, I would absolutely support the victim in terms of them giving, uh, you know, giving their statements. Being in the witness box is hugely traumatizing. But it's no, no, also I'm specifically well asking you about the use of pronouns. Say, yeah, but but I, it's also about, and, and and I don't know in the UK, it's also about the protocols as well because there certainly is terminology that you do have to use. So I think it's it's. It's got to be both. So, you know, it's got to be about what are, you know, what is the protocol in, in okay, the UK so, courts? And then what well, is Well, women is have been told to, call, to refer to, to the perpetrator as she and her. Do you support that? Well, if that? they've been told to do that in the court, then they have to comply by the court. And you... Because... Okay. So it's, it's, it's not about whether I and support it or no, not. No, no, I'm just asking We're, in terms of... Re- the, the, the victims are saying victims. that that's traumatising. And I'm asking you what... Well, I, I, I think that's important that that's listened to. As I said, that hasn't... And I mean, we've just done a huge piece of research in terms of what is victimising, re-victimising and traumatising. And that isn't an issue that's come up here. And these are really serious issues that have come up in, in our research in terms of the changes okay. that are needed. Look, thank you very much for speaking to us, Orla, this morning. We do appreciate it. That is Orla O'Connor their director of the National Women's Council. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.